Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I am Fergus. We're on a pre-match preview. This is going into the Europa League game. I am joined by uh, two very, very different but very, very passionate gooners. Um, we will be joined tonight by Trevor and Big Steve. Guys, how are we doing? Oh, hang on. This new music thing is new for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I, need, I just need to eke it out a second longer. <laughs> how are you doing, Trevor? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm brilliant, thanks, Fergus. Don't worry, my friend. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. I love that music. I've missed that intro. I, I think it's brilliant. It just gets me in the right mood to talk about football. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk again tonight. Hello, Steve. All right, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And, Steve, I believe it's your birthday on Sunday. Yes, I'm uh, I'm getting old. I'm 27. Jesus. <laughs> I had you younger. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, youthful good looks. That's what it. <laughs> that's what it yeah, is. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, we're not going down that road. We're just getting into bloody insults somewhere along the line. <laughs> oh no, no, not at all. Not somebody at all. will insult somebody, I'm sure. Listen, <laughs> before I don't know whether we need to insult or compliment Mr. Hills and his attire. Let's have a look at this. Let's let's give you a full screen um, show off well, of the new. Um, Firstly, Fergus, it's not Mr. Hills, it's Mr. Hill. There's no S okay. on my name, right? So consider yourself told off for starters. Oh, I like my shirt. I do look. It's all right. You can't really see it when I light properly, but the, it's got the old, the good old badge on and that. Yeah, I'm happy with it, mate. I am. Very yeah, I, happy you know, I like, I like the badge, but I don't know if I'm convinced on the shirt, but, you know, I yeah, think... It's all a bit tied, though, you know. It's the badge and everything is like all part of the shirt. There's nothing sewn onto it. It's just like one bit of material. But anyway, it's, it's horses for courses, isn't it? I like it, so I'm wearing it. If people don't like it, then they don't have to wear it, do they? Simple. Not, not after you wearing it anyway. So yeah, it'd be all stretched <laughs> out of portion and stuff like that, you know. But, uh, um, <laughs> do you mean my size medium shirt, Fergus? Medium. Yeah, size medium. That that that's it. Yeah, size medium. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk about the Europa League tonight. We kick off in just over 90 minutes. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a chat and a lead up to the game. I know we covered some of it with Johnny and Dan and uh, Mike yesterday on the um, on, on the main podcast. But Trev, you insisted because you couldn't make last night because of um, uh, water retention issues, didn't you? You'd leak. Uh, yeah, we had a little bit of a problem with the plumbing, Fergus, last night, and uh, I'd be lads around sorting it out for me. And believe it or not, we've still not got it sorted. We've got this. We don't have any more water leaks, but there's still more work to do on it. Yeah, I, 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 I want to talk about tonight's game, Fergus, because you know, it, on paper, it, it should be a little run out for the Arsenal and a comfortable win. But it's more about us than the opposition, isn't it? What we're going to do and, and how we're going to approach it. It's, there's, there's, there's many ways Arteta can approach tonight's game. And uh, I think it could be interesting. I'm looking forward to the side coming out just to see which way it's going to go, mate. Um, and Steve, Smith-Rowe, I shared the programme with you earlier. 
Smith Rowe mm. is uh, has a feature in the program. Is that a hint to think that uh, Smith Rowe should feature tonight? What do you think? I'd I'd hope so. I'd hope so because I think you know as the boys have touched in the last couple of weeks, if if Arteta is going to play a four three three. And you want an attacking 4-3-3 rather than having three sit back. Because if you have three sit back, you may as well play a five. But I think he's the only out and out, apart from uh, Mr. Ozil, I think he's the only out and out 10, you know, attacking midfielder, central attacking midfielder. He gets played either flank for the kids, but I just think he's, I think lineups are almost announced, but I just think he's, yeah, he's got something else that I think some of the other youngsters don't. And I think that's just, he's always looking to make a pass or get forward or have a shot and goal. I, I would I would love to see him tonight. I'd, I, I wish we would have saw him last week, but really wish we uh, we see him tonight. Trev, do you think... Teams out, boys. Teams out. Teams out. Teams out. Teams out. We'll, we'll, Refresh we'll get on the old Right, okay. Um, Trev, while you, um, Steve, while you get that up, I'll share it in a second once you get it up on the screen. Um, Trev, Smith Rowe, uh, ahead of us putting it up on the screen, I know everyone else has seen it right now, but um, would you would you have Smith Rowe playing or would you have him on the bench? And don't say what you can see on the screen just yet. Um, I would like to, uh, I'd like to see Smith Rowe get some game time. I'm not quite sure why he's not. He's a big enough lad. He's a strong enough lad. Um I don't think he'll start tonight. I think if we see him on the bench, I'll be happy. Um, I can't work. I don't know why Smith Rowe's not got a little bit of game time, to be honest. Um, maybe that'll come when we get a bit bit further into the season. But I, I, tonight would have been ideal. But the way things have been going, I can't see us seeing him, to be honest. Um, so the, the, the teams are out. Steve, because my bandwidth is so awful... I am just going to ping this across to you, and then you can put it up on the screen somehow. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's not an Arsenal for some reason. Let me send it. Is that? Have you got it via WhatsApp or not? Let's have a look. Uh, let's have a... What do you want it on Messenger? Uh, so I'll in just put that through Messenger. Okay. In in um, goal, we've got Renarison. Have we got Cedric okay. Mustafi, uh, Kalasniak, uh, Maitland Niles? Uh, in the centre of midfield uh, is El Neni. And then we've got Willock and Shaka as captain. Shaka as captain. Hmm. Don't start me off. Don't, do not start me off. Don't, don't repeat it again, okay. please. <laughs> uh, Nelson is getting a run out. Pepe, pointless. And uh, Nketiah. Um, we've gone with a 4-3-3. Uh, Dundalk have gone with Rodgers in goal. Uh, not that any of this is going to mean any any real difference to us. Uh, Cleary, Boyle and Gartland as a back three. Five in the midfield as uh, Dunningham. Uh, they've got a Mac Elneny. Mac <laughs> um, actually. Uh, Shields, Murray at Mountney. And up front, they've got two up front uh, with Duffy and Holban. So, uh, what do you what do you, what do you make of that then, um, Trev? What what do you make of that lineup? Um, Renarison getting a uh, Renarison getting a, a run out. Hang on, let's let's mute the technophobe, uh, Steve. What do you think, Renarison getting a run out? Um, I th I think this is this is the sort of game that I think it'll be, it'd be good for him to get his first run out. You know, rapid Vienna. Oh my. 
<laughs> Alexa, stop. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, done literally, life. five minutes ago, I went downstairs to tell my dad not to call just, up. Just, I'm... just, just carry on. <laughs> yes. So, Renarsson or Renarsson, wherever his name is. I, th- I think, done, done, you know, with no disrespect, they're, they're not even on you know, Rapid Vienna's level. Um, you know, I, I think hopefully he has a good game. Um, not convinced with Kalasnach at centre back in a back two. Um, that's that sounds worrying. Did you did you say he was at centre back? Yeah, you said it was uh, Cedric Cedric at right back. Must, uh, Mustafi and Kalasnach are the uh, the two. The yeah, and Maitland Niles at left back. Maitland Niles, uh, Maitland Niles at left back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maitland-Niles at left-back's a good thing to see, but, you know, surely we've got a youngster that we can put out over Kolasinac at centre-back. He's a calamity at left-back, putting Who? him through the middle. Who? We haven't got anybody. Which, Holding, isn't it? Holding's injured. Named in the 25-man squad. Holding, Chambers, they're all injured. Saliba is the only person we could possibly put can in there. Not, but he's not, not named. Put, can you not put academy players in? No, you in can. the Europa, you name you name it. You can put your homegrown in the Premier yes. League. Yeah, that oh, in the Premier League, right? You okay. can't, do it, can't do it in the in 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 this in this competition, European competitions. Right, you name... I, th- I thought you could. I thought you could, but um, yeah, yeah what a what a mess. Well, listen, boys, the defense. I expected the defense to be like that because, as Fergus yep. said, we've got no one. But he's, he's 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 got him he's got him really weak, isn't he? You know, it's uh, it's it's he's, he's obviously doesn't pay a lot of credit to to Dundalk by playing that um, that team. I'm I'm a bit surprised. Um, I'm just I don't know. I suppose he's thinking about Saturday, the game against Manchester United at the weekend. Then he's thinking, you know, we got we got to look at where we go. But he always plays Xhaka. He always plays Xhaka. I don't know what it is about Xhaka. I don't. I want to see sides without Xhaka. I want to see how we play without Xhaka being in the team. And you we certainly don't need El Nenny and Xhaka. No, no, no. Not. I was just about to say with El Nenny, with El Nenny and Xhaka in there, what I want to be able to see is that Willock is playing ahead of those two almost. So that we're type of playing a four, two, one, three, or something like that. Like that Willock needs to connect. To Inketia, mm. Nelson, and Pepe up top. If yeah. Willock plays a role like Sabias played uh, alongside pa- Party and um, uh, Shaka at the weekend, then it's just going to be a, a, a board draw. John Knott makes a great comment. We need to be focused to d- tonight. Listen, we talked about this as well uh, last night, but Dundalk are a well organized side and they will have nothing to lose. They're going to be up for it. Uh, their 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 best player Duffy. Um, he's a huge gooner, uh, and he played for Celtic. He's played for Derry City. Um, he was unfortunate for them not to win the uh, the Irish FA Cup, the FAI Cup, because uh, he missed a, a key penalty uh, at the end of last season. Dundalk, uh, they need to try and progress in this competition if they can, because they're going to finish third. Uh, they are champions in Ireland. They're going to finish third against uh, Bohemians and Shamrock Rover, Rovers. Um, so, you know, they, they have a huge amount to play for. Huge amount to play for. Looking at Dundalk as well, they've not played an English side for over 38 years. The last time they played an English side in in in, in England, obviously, um, they played Spurs and it was a 1-1 draw. And Arsenal, can you believe this, Trev? The man of history, 
Um, the man who was here before probably, were you born before 1886? I think you might have been. Um, Arsenal have never played a Republic of Ireland team in the UEFA Cup. Think of the history of the players we've had over the years that come from yeah. that wonderful country that is Ireland. Oh, you're not wrong, mate. I'm still getting over Mike's comment, Taxi for Trevor. I don't know what went on with my phone there. We just started playing music. I never even touched the bloody thing. But yeah, we were we were an Irish side. We, we, we not only were we in our, with a team with lots of Irish players. We had an Irish ma international manager in Terry Neal, who played for the Arsenal and uh, then went to manage that lot down the road. And we decided we'd have him, so he came to us and. Uh, we had a long list of Irish players. I mean, Leah Brady, one of the greatest players I've ever seen play for the Arsenal, bar none, would walk into today's team. Uh, David O'Leary, you know, a legend of the club, record appearance maker for, for Arsenal Football Club, um, and, and a fine fine player and a gentleman. Then you had Sammy Nelson, uh, one of a string of... One of a string of great left backs we've had. He was one of the early ones. You know, we had Bob McNabb before Sammy, and then Sammy Nelson came along. And then we've we've always had a decent left back in the side up until very recent years. Pat Rice, Pat Rice, a living legend, didn't he? Pat Rice, a living legend. And then we had uh, Pat Jennings, who we nicked off that up the road. They thought he was finished, and he played for us for about another five or six years. I think Pat Jennings was 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 a great goalkeeper. Frank Stapleton. Yeah, I, Frank Frank Stapleton was a great player, but he went off to Man United, so he's never been in my good books. But he's still a fantastic player, you know. And then there was another one, another young lad played for the Arsenal. Don't get a lot of mention. A, a young Irish lad called John Devine who played for us in 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 um, was it the early eighties? Decent player, John Devine. Enjoyed watching him play. I don't know what became of him, but he, he was a decent player. So yeah, massive history of our Irish players at the Arsenal, Fergus. You wouldn't have seen many of those Irish players, obviously live, uh, Steve. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think there's been an Irish player play for uh, for for Arsenal in in your lifetime. But you've would have we've heard a, many um, of them. We've got a young Irish centre back, have we not, at the moment in the mm. academy? Yep. You, you're, to coin a phrase, you're into the kids, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean. He's, he was called up, I think, last year, was it? I can't remember if it was Northern Ireland or Republic of Ireland. Um, but I think he, he took, a, took a pretty bad injury about six, six seven months ago. Um, I can't even think of his name, but I, I remember seeing we had a youngster from our academy called up to one of the Irish sides. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah, I, I don't remember ever seeing an Irish player for Arsenal. I've not seen the bench, but True Gooner in the comments comes along and says Balogun uh, is on the bench. Must be worth at That's least cool. 30 minutes. Yes. Go on, talk, talk a little bit about yeah. him, Steve. Um, About what, sorry? Balogun. Bal he, just, he's, he's he, I mean, the other year we had Tyrese John Jules and Balogun just broken, breaking through. Um, I think it was when Freddie was still with the Unders and they looked the part. They looked absolutely fantastic. John Jules has gone out on on a couple of loans since Balogun stayed around. He's just, he looks just so, <laughs> he just looks so natural. Um, so natural in front of goal. He's similar to, I mean, we had a kid sold to Leeds, Sam Greenwood. Um, him and Balogun, probably two of the best finishes, finishes for the, for the Academy kids. So I really, really hope that Balogun gets a run out because he, he, I mean, I think Juventus was sniffing around not so long ago. Um, yeah, 
real, real top finisher. And um, Trev, um, no VAR in in the UEFA competition at this level, so no Good. reason for people to. Uh, yeah, I was going to say no, no reason for people to moan or use excuses of we. It should have been onside, offside, but actually, it leaves it open for even more debate because oh, VAR would have given that, or VAR wouldn't have given that. What's your thoughts on 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 it then? Oh, I, I don't want VAR. Quite happy without VAR, Fergus, because if if it's the ref making the decisions, we can all have a moan about the ref, but we can, in right deep inside our heads, inside our minds, we can all think. Yeah, the ref should have seen that. The ref should have got that. But he's a human. He's a human, and we all we make mistakes, us humans, you know. So I can get that. I don't mind the ref making a mistake, but but you know this with all this VAR, all these VAR decisions, and and you know if someone's offside by a millimeter, then they're offside. I can see that in a way with VAR, although it annoys us. What I can't yeah. get with VAR at the moment is that they're not going back to look at things. There's things happening on a football field that the referees are missing. Bad things happening on a football field that the referees are missing and the VAR is not saying to the ref, hey, you need to sort that. that. That's what frustrates me about it. So, yeah, let's not have VAR. If the ref has a shocker, then he has a shocker and we'll blame the ref. At the end of the day, as a human, I can see a reason for him, you know, for him missing the odd decision or two because they're human beings. So I'm happy with it tonight. Let's go with it. And if the ref has a bad one, I'll say he's had a bad one, but I'll be able to see why. Well, in, in fairness, when you look at the the, the Shaka disallowed goal for offside and impede, impediment against Leicester City uh, on Sunday, when I saw it from the Lionel's point of view, I actually gave him the benefit of the doubt and said, yeah, I can see that. I think he might have clipped it or he might be in the way. He might be impeding the, the, the player. But when you see the VAR's uh, version of it, you come along and go, Hang on a second. He's clearly moved away from him. And we, we discussed that at length again yesterday. Let, let's let's have a look at this overall um, lineup. So, uh, as I said, we got Ron Arison, uh, Cedric, Mustafi, Kolasniak, and Maitland Niles as a defense. Uh, then we got El Nenny and Shaka, and hopefully Willock playing slightly more forward than them. And then you got Pepe and Nelson on the wings, and Enketia playing as a point man. Uh, I'd almost like to see Willock sitting in there and just having. Uh, in Kepi up, up on his own as a, as a, a pure mm. appointment. Steve, your thoughts? Where, where would you? How? What sort of formation would you play with that? Would you go four three three? I I, th- I think that will be a four three three. I think I think um, Willock will be uh, the advanced midfielder. I don't think he'll be quite in the area that you know if William was playing a ten or uh, whoever was. But I don't think he'll be quite as as far up because I think Enketia will come will come down a, a tad. I think he'll play almost like a false nine. I can just I can just see you know Arteta trying this formation. You know it, it, he's got to try something, and and the players that could could come in at any time depending on injuries. I think it's just about consistency now. If he wants to play a formation, play it and play it with everybody. Um, so I think I think Nelson and Pepe will probably spend more of the time, most of the time, more advanced than than Eddie. And I think Willock will play will play his role just linking things. Mm. But interesting there to see um we got Hein, who's a young under 18s goalkeeper on the bench. So okay. I was gonna ask that, you who who is he? Because I, I, I don't, I don't know, know the academy <laughs> academy players that much. So I, I had to give it a sneaky Google. Um an Estonian. He's an Estonian lad. Um but under 18s academy keeper, which if he is in the squad. Again, you know, surely there's got to be some under eighteen 
centre-backs or under-23 centre-backs that can come in and out. I, I, I get your point. Mm. Uh, but I would also, Trev, ask the question, what's wrong with Matt Macy? Why can't he get a, a look-in to be on the bench? True. I think there must be some kind of rule this year, Euro rule, where you've got to name a certain amount of substitute. I don't know, but that's the only reason I can see the fact that that lad's on the bench. I just go back to the lineup, boys. I just, I'm still getting my head around why we need to play Xhaka and El Nenny in the same team at home to, to Dundalk. And I'm just wondering, it's just coming to me, and I'm probably wrong enough, but just a thought is he going to play a back five? And is Xhaka going to play as part of a back five in the middle with Mustafi and Kalazinac? And, and have El Nenny just in front? Trev, I, I with no disrespect to Dundalk. And I've 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 seriously tried not to be disrespectful to our opponents at any point in the in this competition and on the podcast. But if we need to put five at the back against um, a, a, a League of Ireland Premier League side, we're in we're in a worse position than we ever think we are. And if we think we're going to be in Europe next year or the Premier League next year, if we have to play five at the back, Trev. No, Fergus, listen a minute. Listen a minute. Let me let me enlighten. Sometimes I have to enlighten you a little bit, Fergus, don't I? You know, you can't help it, and I have to tell you. How do we play the game? What's our system? I think we play from the back, don't we? We play from the mm-hmm. back, don't we? Right? Yeah. So if we're gonna play if the goalkeeper's gonna play the short ball from the back, five at the back actually helps because it gives us a little bit of an extra option when they're looking to play that short ball. That's the only reason that they'll play the five at the back. I don't agree with it from that perspective, but that's my view on it, you know. Um, you, but you're right, Fergus. You're exactly right. We shouldn't be playing a five at the back against a team of like Dundalk. But the system we play, if he wants to play the ball out short for the back and he's got the new goalkeeper between the sticks, be interesting to see what his footwork's like, wouldn't it? Because although he's a new young goalkeeper, he's an international. He's played international football, mm-hmm. so he's no mug, you know. So... I, that's the only reason I think we'd play a five to give us the options when we're playing the ball from deep against the press. Is Arteta overthinking this game, Steve? Um, I, I don't think so. I don't think he's. I don't think the lineup looks too too cautious, um, considering the injuries we have elsewhere in the squad. Um, Kalasnach at centre back is uh, <laughs> isn't great, but I, I think I don't think he's going to go for a back five. But I think the reason that perhaps Xhaka is there. Um, it's obviously outside, you know, we've got Partey who, you know, should anything happen to Xhaka, Partey is a much better, pretty much nailed on replacement. Um, El Nenny's going to be there because he's going to work hard and try and, you know, I, I think having two experienced heads with, with Willock is a good thing, but if Maitland-Niles is going to push up, then having someone like Xhaka who has played at left back for us, remember, and at centre-back, I think Kalasnach can then push out, Xhaka slot back in if everybody's on the attack. So having having Xhaka there as well as Elneny in that sense, knowing that Maitland-Niles does like to push up, could be could be the reason why. And Trev, with your thought pattern on playing a five at the back or a three with the two wing-backs, can Cedric play as a, a wing-back? I thought he was more a solid, like, you know, a more proper right back oh no I, 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 do you know what I've not seen ever such a lot of Cedric but I've got no doubt he can play as a wing back he can he can still make ground up the wing and if he fits the system he fits the system you know just just interesting I just 
Fergus, something just coming to me at then when 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 our Steve was talking then. The lights the likes of Willock and Nelson and Maitland Niles, yeah, and even Eddie to a certain extent. When does when do we go from saying we've brought the young kids, inexperienced kids in? When do we go from that to saying we've brought the squad players in? Because these boys, we've been saying these young, like these young players for years. years now. They've been Three around years, a good even. while. They're not inexperienced. Three years' experience in any job, in any role, is experience. It ain't a new ed. It ain't, it ain't new to the game. So we should be starting to see some, some, some results from these boys. We should start to see if any of them are going to shine, they should be shining now. No. Now's the time, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I, I, I'm just starting to think, when, how, how much longer do we call these players young and experienced players? And when do we start calling them squad players that we're hoping for, a bit, for a bit more from? You know, yeah, no, I, I, I get that, but some of them are like, okay. If I think the when they get more games, go on. I, I think when they get more, I mean, especially Willock and Nelson. I think when they get more games, they become squad players. When they're in and out of the under twenty threes and in and out of you know just cup squads, I think it's so easy to say they're you know they're young players because they are still young you think nelson made his debut i think just as he turned 17 willock was probably 17 so even though they've been around a few years they're not you know they've and these guys haven't been out on loan or well, nelson has okay but you know most of the eddie had six months at leeds nelson i think had six months at hoffenheim and then spent all the time out of the squad so that you know they are still still young but i think if they're playing premier league games and coming in and out of the squad like eddie is i don't i don't see eddie anymore as a young you know a young i, I see him yeah, as a squad I, player. I, I, I see i see eddie as a squad player knocking on the door yeah but the other two i don't yeah but of, of those kids or squad players are are, are one, which of them would you loan out because i don't think the europa league at this stage should be a place that we can blood them in but um would is there any of them like Smith Rowe hasn't got a look in yet again? He features in the program, and before the team came out, mm, we yeah. were saying, you know, why not? You know, it, has he got a knock? I don't know. Has, has he? I mean, did this year I haven't I haven't really kept up with the under 23s at all so far this season. Um, so I don't even know if he's been playing for them, but um, it's a it's a real shame that he's not even included in the squad. Uh, True Gunner says uh, a sensible thing, rather than some of the other comments in on there. But uh, we won't we won't go into well, some of them. There you go. What a great <laughs> point that is. What a great yeah. point that is, Mister True Gunner. Well, yeah. Forty-four appearances. You know that that's a lot of appearances. And what you have got to remember as well is that, uh, put me right. Uh, Saka, uh, Saka and Martinelli are both younger than all of them, aren't they? Are I they? think they are. I think they are. And we yeah. and we all know what we're getting from them too. You yeah. know, we're not. I think they're a different level. Them two are a different level. Exactly, they are. Exactly, they're mm -hmm. a different level. That's the, my whole point, Big Stevie boy. Yeah. That's my whole point. Exactly, they're a different level. So, how much longer do we wait for these young lads to reach the level, or put it another way, are they going to reach the level? You, I, I'm not talking bad about them. You know me, boys. Mm. I never talk bad about any player, but it's just a point worth considering. You know. Just a point worth considering. Yeah. When do Pools. we need to start seeing it? I don't want him getting yeah. to. I mean, I don't want him getting to 26, 27, which is only like three or four years away, and we're still saying, right, when are they going to play? When are they going to play? 
Charles just made a good point. Ne you know, Nelson will shine if he gets a string of games. And I don't necessarily think that it's a given that he's going to shine. But you think at the end of last season, he played three or four games on the bounce, Liverpool game included. And he was fantastic. Nelson was really good at the back end of last season. I think Arteta put his arm around him when he came in and said, look, you're not there yet, but we're going to, you know, we're going to give you a go. And we saw a different Nelson to the Nelson that we'd seen before. The Nelson that we'd seen before was not the the cold-blooded winger that we saw when he first went to Germany scoring, you know, umpteen goals in, in his first 15 games. He he looked gutless. He looked weak. He just couldn't, he couldn't play at a Premier League level, it seemed. But then he come back when Arteta came in and he, you know, and he did a good job for a squad player at the back end of last season. And this season he's not played yet. Um, and the point about Willock, you know, you think Emery last year would bring on Willock, Nelson, whoever, for the last three or four minutes sometimes. So they'd get on the pitch and then they were off again. Um, so yes, he's made 44 appearances, but I don't think that's a real good indication of the minutes that Willock has had. Um, but uh, yeah, Saka and exactly as, as exactly what I was just saying. But the problem with Nelson, he had he had an injury coming up to the winter break, and then you know there was reports that he wasn't training, you know, training well enough. He had an attitude problem, just, whatever just it may for, have been. Just just for people who, who listen to the audio, uh, trolls again, but another comment in that Steve's commented about, which is look at Nelson, what he did in Germany. Carry on, Steve. Yeah, uh, you know, he 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 did look good the first, you know, the first half of his loan. Um yeah, but again, you, 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 we can't judge what they do on loan. We'd would think on the basis of what Smith Rowe did at Huddersfield, he'd be getting minutes. So there has to be something. Right, mm. so let me let just 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 to just to take it to probably the final step on his subject then. Sorry Fergus, I'm sort of doing your job here, pal. I do <laughs> apologize. We're Easy playing against beer. <laughs> we're, play <laughs> we're playing against Dundalk tonight, right? A, a team we should beat comfortably, comfortably mm. with with a weakened side out, right? Or not a weakened side, not a full strength side. Let's put it that way. And, not a Premier League and, side, exactly. And all these boys are in the side, right? So I want to see them shine tonight. I want to see them look like they're a class above the opposition. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to see him hiding. I want to see him like looking like they're a class above the opposition, you know. And and let's see how we go. And hopefully, hopefully we'll see a nice result. Um, jazz, Here's see, mate. just, just <laughs> jazz, jazz. Put your head away, son. Jazz is on a wind up, boys. You, he always, you know, always jazz. is, isn't he? Jazz, okay, jazz is, jazz is on a wind up. <laughs> for the, for I've missed you, by the way, Jazz. I've missed you, son. For the for the benefit of um, the audio listeners that were as well, Jazz Ray, um, who lives in South London, supports his local team and sometimes make an appearance at um, uh, the Emirates because the corporate hospitality is much much nicer. Not Jazz, honestly, mate, you you are a good fella. I've met you loads of times, uh, but you are a class uh, wind up merchant. He, he made a comment in the comments. Uh, Arteta is a negative manager, not good enough. But in all seriousness, though, Trev and Steve, um, and not not directly in response to Jazz's comment, but there's huge pressure on Arteta for this game, don't you think? After mm -hmm. you know a, a, a shaky start to the season, yes, we played six games, we've lost three already. Some of the opposition you say we looked uh, looked at, but the Leicester game was quite, uh, which we talked about last night, was quite predictable of what they were going to do. Uh, I'm I'm sure Dundalk 
will have looked at Le the Leicester game and they will let us play and do what they want with the ball uh, and, and they'll try and pick us off. Trev, do you want to come on that one? Yeah, I do. Listen, it's not... It, I'm not having that about Arteta, right? I'm not having any bad things said about Arteta. Arteta... I, I, I was listening to Kevin Campbell done a little interview today and I was listening to it. Not only have we got players learning, not only have we got youngsters learning... We've got Arteta learning. Arteta's still learning. Edu is still learning. Okay, they're all new to the positions this season. We are not just a developing team. We are a developing club in general, right? There's a massively bigger picture than what you see on the field. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. But I think what's actually putting it on the field is good at the moment. So Arteta's not under pressure for me. He's learning. What he's inherited is what he's got. And... and, and We've got to give him a season or two, and Arteta will do all right. Arteta is the man for the job. Dundalk will go out there tonight without a thing to lose. I'm just hoping that they don't go out there and try and kick us off the park, because it is a possibility, trust me. Mm. You know, when these lower teams come, they like to put themselves about. So I've got no worries about Arteta. I think that Dundalk will try and play their best football. But if we play to our potential of the players we've got on the field, it won't matter what Dundalk do. It won't matter in the spots what they do because we're better and we should win. A really good comment by Tom in the chat on YouTube. Uh, he's a, a non-Arsenal supporter and he thinks Arteta's doing an excellent job with the resources he has at hand. True Gunnar agrees with yeah. him. And a true Gunnar says it's gonna. We'll take another two summers before we sit the true team. Mm -hmm. This is, as we said yeah. last night, and that people have said on Absolutely. various different platforms and podcasts. This is year one, and towards the end of year one of a three to four year project. Um, you're talking about people kicking uh, uh, Arsenal players off the park. I know somebody who's going to be well up for it, um, which is Michael Duffy, the best player of Dundalk. He's a big Arsenal fan, as is his dad. He could barely watch the last few minutes of the cup final with his nerves. Uh, it's amazing to think. Uh, that, that he's going to be playing at Arsenal today. Could you imagine, Trev, if you got the chance to walk on... I, I don't know, you played rugby to a quite a high level, but if you were playing football to a, a reasonable level and you got to play against, you know, the the top rugby team that you played in the league, maybe against, I don't know, Harlequins or Saracens, Saracens. or something like that. <laughs> I don't anymore. Fergus, I dream about... Even at my age, right? Even at my age. I'm, I mean, I'm 39 in a minute, right? Even <laughs> at my age, right? <laughs> Even at my age, 59. <laughs> I, I dream every day about playing for the Arsenal. I dream every day about running. But I always dream about running out of Highbury for the Arsenal. Because, mm. it's only because, that's no disrespect to any other ground. That's just because that's where I was raised and where I went to watch the Arsenal. I dream about it every day still. Just to put something right, like, you know, I played rugby and I loved playing rugby and I did play pretty good rugby. But I played rugby because I was rubbish at football to start with. My PE teacher at school in North London was a bloke called Bob Deming and he, he, he played very good standard. He's very nearly the first black man to play for England. He never got selected eventually. That was in the mid to late 70s. Cracking rugby flair. And um, he... Um, he got me. He got me playing rugby, and I wasn't brilliant, but I, I played to, to a half decent standard. He, I used to when I played rugby. My best rugby, I played for South End, mate, 
and then I, I came up to Lincolnshire and I played for um, oh, what size? What do you mean, what size? What Wait size? What? What are we talking about? Yeah, I know. I didn't what know. We, I only went up. <laughs> me, me waist size. I'm a I'm a 28 inch waist teeth. <laughs> That's on the left side. You don't put a 28 <laughs> on the right side. <laughs> but Listen, no, I, Fergus, hang on a minute. What football fan? What football fan? Challenge to you two boys here. Doesn't dream about. Tell me you've never dreamed about running on the field for your beloved Arsenal. And I think well, it's been a long while since I've dreamt about running. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not far behind you. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I listen, yeah. I, I, I like doing this because we talk among fans uh, and friends, uh, but we're talking about the subject that we do love, which is, is Arsenal Football Club. Um, and, and, and it's it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, we're going to wrap this up uh, now because I want to go to the pub. Yeah, we're the not. Game. No. I've uh, got to talk but, about something else, Fergus. The, 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 one second. Before you do, uh, there's one question and just a quick one word answer. Jack Wilshire on a free. Would you take him? Yes. No. Okay. We'll we'll go into more detail on that. And before we let um uh Trev have the final word, just so people know Leeds has been moved to 430 on Sunday the 22nd of November. And Villa is uh actually I think it's been cancelled, uh, or else it's gone on to some illegal channels. Um Aston Villa's gone on to pay-per-view, boycott your 15 pound. Boycott, boycott Sky, boycott BT, uh, put Don't your money pay. into a food bank, put it into your local charity, put it anywhere, but do not put it in their pockets. Um, Send it to me on PayPal if you want, <laughs> but don't give it to them. Mate, I need listen, it, I'm skinned. <laughs> Fergus, listen, this is what I'm going to say here, right, is all about you really, mate. Can you imagine tonight at the Emirates if we'd have had fans in? I mean, because oh, most of the loads of the Arsenal fans wouldn't want, wouldn't bother. You know, would have been it'd probably be twenty five Arsenal there. fans, and it would be this... filled with drunken paddies that would have drunk the whole of Islet and out of every pint of Guinness <laughs> in the area. The atmosphere been... would have been amazing. Been I, I, I've been on, I've been on uh, Messenger and everything else to to Carl O'Brien, who I met two years ago today at Palace Away. I think we you you wouldn't have remembered Trev. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> We, we we met in a bar in South Norwood before we went to the game and everything else, and it was really good. And and Cahill knows some of the Dundalk players. He 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 lives in Dundalk, and it's his local hometown team as well. But he's an Arsenal fan and everything else. Uh, and and he gave me some of the facts and stuff that I needed around uh, to to help me pad out some of the stuff about uh, Dundalk. Um, and also uh, John Cooney, who uh, he he rents a bar at. I can't. Uh, John, sorry, I've forgotten the name of it. You did send it to me. But we've been having a great laugh. And last night I said, I'm so fucking gutted. Excuse my language, but I'm so fucking gutted. That oh, I don't I, believe this. I, 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 I spent my life telling people off. <laughs> I, I, I've got tomorrow off, okay? Could you imagine, Trev, you got the train down to London. You'd probably crash in my place. We'd be down in London at, I don't know, 3 o'clock this afternoon, dirty pints of Guinness with the lads from Dundalk. And it would just be Absolutely fantastic. And Brilliant. I even said to the wife, I said, I don't know what time I would have got home at. It would have 12, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, who knows? But I it's think I'd so, have just so stayed fat. down till Sunday. I'd have just stayed down till Sunday and watched the game on Sunday somewhere with you, boy. But the Irish people, I mean, I, you know, 
they're just brilliant when it comes to sport. And, and I, it, I'm gutted I'm not there tonight. It would have been such a massive party and it would have gone on all night, win, lose or draw, you know. So, yeah, it's the fans are going to be badly missed tonight. Fergus, while I remember, I've got a drift right off subject. Sam Udin, happy birthday for today, son. 23 years old today. Happy birthday, Sam. All the very best happy for birthday, the day. So, sorry, I put that in there. Yes, right. I'm gutted we're not there with the Irish tonight. The atmosphere would have mm. been amazing. Amazing. I, I think it's I been think two two years to pretty much the day that I was last up at the Emirates. I uh, think well, it was Black, Blackpool, Blackpool in the Cup. I met Johnny up at um, yeah, yeah, up yeah. Coronet. Yeah, almost. It would have been two years. It's insane. Is that is that when you sat next to me, Steve? Yes. Yes, yeah. Out of, out of all the tickets on the exchange, I managed to get Johnny's seat. And you, did, you yeah. didn't even know that you didn't know Trev, and Trev didn't know no, you. And no, no. Spoke with no, Trev no. briefly, and we did have a chat, didn't we? And then our second half, I went up and sat with my cousin. You he went was up, up the yeah. Upstairs, so I went and sat with my cousin. But uh, actually, yeah, yeah that, that was the last time I was at the Emirates, and obviously, beginning of last season was at Newcastle away, and then planning on doing a few bits in the new year didn't happen, and then. You know, you always look at that last game of the season, <laughs> and well, <laughs> here we are. I, I was yeah. in Norwich over the last. I was in Norwich over the last few days, and I passed by uh, Cower Road, and I thought, mm. "Christ, that was our last away game that we went to." And then I remembered as I was driving past Norwich again on the way back, because we were up on the broads to see a friend. That no, it wasn't our last away game. Was for my birthday in Burnley. Um, and then obviously the West Ham game being, being the last game before everything shut down. And uh, mm. honestly, honestly, not gone to the football. Uh, games like tonight with the Irish taking over town, a bit, bit like the Germans when Cologne came, it would have been very similar, but probably <laughs> probably not so yeah. many people sitting in the street and putting cans of beers everywhere. But but I'm I'm equally as gutted that I'm not going to be able to go to Dublin and, uh, or, well, to Dundalk. Mm. I, I know they will play in Dublin. They'll play in Tala in, uh, in um, Shamrock Rover Stadium, I think. Um, uh, it would have been fantastic to go there. Absolutely fantastic. Guys, listen, I'm going to try and get this up on the audio feed for people. Um, uh, for for people, if they want to listen to it, if you do want to listen to our podcast, as True Gooner has said, if you go to any of the podcast uh, platforms and listen to the audio, so you go to your Apple, your iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, ACAS, it's all on there. Um, or if you like this uh, channel via the YouTube channel, please do click the bell, like it, subscribe it, click the like button. We, we make no money out of this, so that's not our objective. We just like to have people who are regular. We see all the regulars like Cruels and Heath, and, and we've seen some new people in here, John and True Gooner, and, and uh, uh, in, in the comments. It's really, really good to hear from you guys. Um, only one really last thing to say, and you know what it is, boys. Up the arse. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.